Well, good afternoon to you. Pariyeleko bolorin. I wanted to um, follow up the matter that uh, was just mentioned that Bono he made reference to. Yes, kuzanay aveli mandramasin khosel dramasin chvano he nasets. Because uh, today we're thinking about the matter of slavery. And in fact, uh, the whole world is uh, involved in taking part in a big celebration. Because 200 years ago, this law that abrogated the law of uh, slavery was banned. And it happened on the 25th of March. In 1807. Before that, it was possible legally to be able to buy and sell slaves. And the interesting thing for us is that the person that was instrumental in bringing about this great change was a Christian. And therefore it's a great honor for the church to remember that this was a Christian that brought this big change about. Uh, his name was William Wilberforce. In fact, he was a man who wanted to go into the Christian ministry. But he felt that maybe by going into the parliament, especially here in this country, as he was English, maybe he could bring about some changes for good. Back in those days, it was very difficult to bring about this change. And there were many that opposed him. Because they got their money through the buying and selling of slaves. And it took him 20 years. But eventually he was successful and this change in the law was made. There was another man that was around at the time. And his name was John Newton. And he was actually involved in selling, buying and selling slaves. But in a wonderful way, he became a Christian at the age of 45. And he gave up what he was doing, selling slaves. And he went into the Christian ministry. And he wrote many hymns. And it's this hymn that's called Amazing Grace that has become very famous. And maybe at the end of the meeting we'll sing this hymn. Because he says, I was lost, was found, I was blind, and now I see. And this film that is coming out uh, 
on the 23rd of March. Ein filme vor lui se testelu amsik 23-in. They've called it Amazing Grace. Vernagira dra hence die Amazing Grace. Kanchali shnork. In order to remember the work that Wilberforce and John Newton. Yev ait filmi mijotsov uzumen hishe hishetsnel markants William Wilberforce yev John Newtoni gortseli masin. Now the film is going out will be shown in all the cinemas. Եվ բոլոր կինո թատրոններում, սինեմաներում այդ ֆիլմը կլինի։ But what we're going to do right now is go to the cinema. There is the American date. Այնտեղ գրված էր ամերիկյան ամսաթիվը, փետրվարի 23-ին է բացվում։ But uh, in this country it's March the 23rd. Բայց այս երկրում մարտի 23-ին կբացվի ֆիլմը։ And it's a wonderful testimony to what God can do through people that want to bring about change. Եվ դա շատ մեծ վկայություն է այն մարդկանց մասին, որոնք փորձում են աստծո փարկի համար փոփոխություն բերեն։ As he said there God has made us all equal. Ինչպես այնտեղ ասվեց, աստված մեծ բոլորից հավասար է ստեղծել։ There's no partiality with God. Աստված չունի կողնապահություն։ But what does the word of God say about slavery? Աստուխոսկի ինչ է մեծ պատմում ստրուկության մասին։ It might seem to be quite different to even the message of this film. Because the word of God doesn't speak out against slavery. In fact, in both the Old Testament times and the New Testament times, it was very much the custom, the way that people worked. And of course, it has some similarities to the situation today where you've got workers who are working for an employer or they're working for a family. Եվ ինչ ինչ որ չափով նմանվում է այս օրվա դրությանը, որտեղ տեսնում ենք կան ընկերություններ, որտեղ կան ղեկավարներ եւ ղեկավարները եւ իրենց ընտանիքները ունեն իրենց աշխատողները։ But what we do find in the New Testament is that Paul and the other apostles they want to say to the slaves who are Christians, բայց ինչ են կարդում նոր կտակարանը, որ Պողոս Առաքյալը ուզում է խոսք ուղել այն ստրուկերին, որոնք նաեւ հավատքի մեջ են։ And to the owners or the masters, that it is your relationship with Christ that motivates you how you're supposed to live and behave. So that, for example, Paul says, slaves, you're to obey your masters. And to do it with fear and trembling. Եվ հնազանդվեն վախով եւ հարգանքով Ինչպես հնազանդվում են Հիսուսին Not as trying just to please people ոչ թե իրենք փորձեն ուղակի հաճելի լինել իրանց տերերին but as servants of Christ Այլ լինեն դրա մեջ աստծո ծառաները And then he also speaks to the masters the owners Նաեւ Պողոս Արաքյալը խոսք է ուղում տերերին And he says you're to do the same thing you're not to threaten the people that are working for you. But you must recognize that he who is both their master and your master is in heaven. And there's no partiality with him. And there's a number of passages where Paul mentions this. Եվ տարբեր հատվածներում աստծո խոսքում Պողոս Առաքյալը նույն հարցը կրկնում է։ But I want us to read some verses that really are quite uh, 
radical, quite revolutionary. Ես կուզենեմ կարդալ որոշ հատվածներ աստվածաշնչից, որոնք նույնիսկ հեղափոխական կարգի համար են։ And which are connected with slavery. Եվ որոնք կապված են ստրուկության թեմայի հետ։ So these verses are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Գտնվում են առաջին կորինթացիների գրքում 7-րդ գլխում։ Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Was anyone at the time of his call already circumcised? Let him not seek to remove the marks of circumcision. Was anyone at the time of his call uncircumcised? Let him not seek circumcision. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision, but keeping the commandments of God. Each one should remain in the condition in which he was called. Were you a slave when called? Do not be concerned about it. But if you can gain your freedom, avail yourself of the opportunity. For he who was called in the Lord as a slave is a freed man of the Lord. Likewise, he who was free when called is a slave of Christ. You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves of men. So, brothers, in whatever condition each was called, there let him remain with God. Now it might seem a little strange some of the things that Paul says here. Ձեզ կարող է խորթ թվալ, այն ինչ որ Պողոս առաքելը այստեղ ասում է։ Especially as three times he almost says the same thing. Քանի որ երեք անգամ համարյա գրեթե նույն խոսքը կրկնում է այստեղ։ In verse 20 he says each one should remain in the condition in which he was called. Քսաներորդ <speaking> Don't worry about it. Why is he saying all this? It's obviously that for Paul there was a much deeper issue than just the case of freeing of slaves. Because of course there, there is a type of slavery that is worse than Human slavery. Which is connected to, to sin. And to what we're like on the inside. And in the very first place, this is what God wants to deal with in our lives. It's very similar to the matter of oppression when Jesus was around. If we had gone to Palestine at that time and talked to the people and you asked them what they needed, they would have said, we need freedom from this oppression. 
And that was what motivated many of the people that were following Jesus. So you can imagine that when, first of all, nothing happened, and secondly, when Jesus was taken and crucified, This became a major problem for some of these followers. What happened to the freedom? What happened to the change? And you remember uh, that wonderful incident when uh, just after Jesus came alive from the dead, And uh, these two people are walking home from Jerusalem to their village. And Jesus comes to them. But they didn't know that it was Jesus. And Jesus sees they're all upset. He says, why are you upset? And they said, why are you asking us? Don't you know what's just happened in Jerusalem? And Jesus said, well, what things? And they said, we were followers of this man, Jesus. He was a great man. He did wonderful miracles. But these leaders of our people, what have they done? They've taken him and they've killed him. And then they said, and this shows how mistaken they were. They said, we thought that through him, our people would be set free, they'd be delivered. But what did Jesus do? He could have said to them, don't worry, I'm Jesus, I'm come alive again. But he didn't. Instead he says, you know, how, how thick, how stupid you are. Don't you know what's written in the book? That it was planned that through the, before the Son of Man gets to glory, he must suffer. But then later on the same day, Jesus explains what's going on. And he says to his disciples, look, everything I told you about is all being told before. That this message of repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in the whole world. You see, the point is this. If only those two people on the road had realized that Jesus was thinking of oppression. 
Եթե այդ երկուսը, որոնք հայլում էին ճանապարի վրա, հասկանային, որ Հիսուսը իրոք մտածում էր ճնշման մասին, բռնության մասին, բայց ոչ այն բռնությունը եւ այն իշխանությունը, որը գալիս է կառավարության կողմից, այլ այն ինչ որ մեր ներքին աշխարն է իշխում, մեր մեղքի բնույթը, and that's the question who can change human beings political and other systems they come and they go քաղաքական եւ այլ համակարգերը գալիս են եւ վերանում են but there is no political system that has the power to be able to set people free from the oppression of sin չկա ոչ մի քաղաքական համակարգ որ ունի այն զորությունը մարդուն մարդ արարածին փրկելու այդ մեղքի բնույթից and that's what jesus was concerned about Հիսուսը հենց այդ մեղքի բնույթով էր հուզված։ Why he says this message is going to go throughout the whole world. Դրամար Հիսուսն ասաց, որ այս պատկամը պիտի տարածվի ողջ աշխարհում։ And that that's what Paul is talking about here in these verses. Եվ Պողոսը հենց այդ համարն այս համարներում դրա մասին է խոսում։ He says it, it doesn't matter what condition you're in. Պողոսը ասում է կարևոր չի թե ինչ վիճակում ես կանչվել։ Whether you're a slave or whether you're free. Կարևոր չի դուստրույք ես թե ազատ մարդ ես։ What is important is to know the reality of God working in your life. Որն է կարևորը, որ դու ճանաչեց աստծու գործունեության իրականությունը քո կյանքում։ And that's what God wants to do in our lives. Եվ աստված ուզում է դա կատարել մեր կյանքում։ And if this really happens, եւ եթե դա իրապես կատարվի, if we know something of that change, եթե մենք ճանաչեք այդ փոփոխությունը, then it doesn't matter what situation we are in. Ուրեմն իրոք կարևոր չէ մեր վիճակը որն է։ Well, what's going to help us to be able to live with that sort of attitude? Ինչ է մեզ օգնելու որպեսի այդ վերաբերմունքով ապրենք մեր կյանքը։ Is what Paul is saying here is it really uh, is it logical is it correct? Արդյոք Պողոս Արաքյալի ասածը այստեղ տրամաբանական է եւ ճշգրիտ։ Well, Paul wants to remind us of three truths. Պողոսը ուզում է այստեղ մեզ հիշեցնել երեք ճշմարտության մասին։ In order to convince us, որպեսի մեզ մենք համոզվենք that it doesn't matter about our outward circumstances he wants us to know the reality of these inner and the first one he mentions is in verse 22 he says for he who was called in the lord as a slave is a freed person of the lord azat agrvats mart het iroch mech and that is the first point da arachin ketne that we are the lord's freed people vor menk iroch azat agrvats martiknenk we might be in slavery we might not be menk karogal linenk struik karogen linel azat but the reality is that if we know christ bats yete menk janachum en christosin then we have been set free uremen menk azat agrvats enk mer what jesus said ինչ է ասում Հիսուսը You will know the truth Դուք կճանաչեք ճշմարտությունը and it will set you free Եվ դա ձեզ կազատագրի And then Jesus says uh, the son if the son sets you free you will really be free indeed Գրվածը եթե որդին ձեզ ազատագրի դուք իրապես կլինեք ազատագրված And then Paul says you know there's neither Jew nor Greek Բողոս առաքել ասում է որ չկա հրեա, չկա հույն, there's neither slave nor free, չկա ստրույք, չկա ազատ, there's neither male nor female, չկա տղամարդ, չկա կին արմատ, you are all one 
in Christ. And then Paul says, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm in that freedom. And do not submit again to a, a yoke of slavery. And one of the wonderful experiences for us as Christians is this. Is to know that the Lord has set us free. And He's set us free from many things. Let me just mention one or two. First of all, He set us free from the works of the Lord. Which is also referred to in the Bible as the curse of the Lord. Where many people think that through keeping the works of the law, somehow God will accept them. But Paul says all of those that rely on the works of the law are under a curse. In fact, he goes on to say that it is very clear that no one is justified before God by the law. And the problem that we face in our world today is exactly this. There are millions of people in every religion. Even in the Christian religion, who think that somehow it is through keeping the works of the law that they're going to get to heaven. But in actual fact, the Bible says that it is through the law that comes knowledge of sin. All that the law can do is to show us how sinful we are. It's like a mirror. I look in the mirror and I see how dirty is my face. But it can't do anything. So I have to go and get water and soap and soap. And Paul says, through the law comes knowledge of sin. So what has Christ done for us? He's done something for us that we couldn't do ourselves. And Paul goes on to say, Christ freed us or redeemed us from the curse of the law. He set us free. In fact, people that want to try to get to heaven by the works of the law don't realize this. That what they're really saying, you know what? We don't need the cross. If we can do it, 
So why did God send Jesus? But Paul says that the whole reason why God sent Jesus is because we cannot do it through keeping the words. And it is just through putting our faith and trust in Jesus. And so Paul had this wonderful experience because he thought it was through keeping the law. But he says, I eventually realized that I want to be found in Christ. Not having a righteousness of my own from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. And so Paul says, everyone who believes is freed from everything that you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Uh, so in Armenian it's the same word as Secondly, we're set free from the slavery of sin. Paul says, Jesus who gave himself for us to free us from sin and wickedness. Uh, another verse says, to him who loves us and, and has freed us from the, sins, from the sins by from our sins by his blood. And we praise God for this freedom. Mm-hmm. Freedom from the penalty of sin. Freedom from the power of sin. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to that day when we'll be set free from the very presence of sin. We always learn these three words that in English begin with P. Set free from the penalty, the punishment of sin. That's the past. And we're being set free from the power of sin. As God sanctifies us. Mm-hmm. But uh, we look forward to that time when we'll be set free from the very presence of sin. Mm-hmm. And there's one other I want to mention. And that is that we've been set free from the fear of death. And I love this verse that's in the Bible. Because it's so clear. It says Christ became man. That through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death. That is the devil. And free all those who through fear of death are subject to lifelong 
slavery. And unfortunately, around us today, there are so many people that are afraid of death. We had a wonderful meeting here um, last Saturday. When uh, Offerin's family and friends were here to remember her mother and her father. I suppose for most of them here, it was the first time they'd been in a church. But Brother Edward brought a wonderful message in the way that he can do it, you know, on, on this whole subject of death. And it's one of the greatest blessings in the Christian faith. To be set free from the fear of death. So this is what the Lord has done for us. And so therefore, when Jesus was speaking to his disciples, he says, I don't call you slaves anymore. But I've called you friends. And Paul says, so through God, you are no longer a slave. But a child of God. Now the people that he's writing to might well be in physical slavery. But he's talking about that spiritual freedom that we have. And Paul says he's delivered us from the from darkness. And he's transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Which means by whom you are set free. And you know, as I was sharing this morning, I mean, I feel that the most important word almost in the Bible is this word transfer. We know that particularly in, in the football world, they're always using it when players are transferred from one team to another. But in the spiritual domain, it is absolutely crucial. Because the word of God teaches us that we're either in this dominion of Satan, or we've been transferred to God's sovereignty, and the first thing that God wants to do in any of our lives is to bring us out of that curse of the law, all the negative things, darkness and Satan and so on and so on. And 
Եվ ուզում եմ մեզ փոխանցել լույսի թակավորությանը, որտեղ կա ազատություն, խաղաղություն, ուրախություն, ծնելություն որը ճղանացել էր, քանի որ ինքը հասկացավ իմ քարոզից, որ ինչ-որ անձնավորություն խավարի թակավորության մեջ էր ապրում։ Բայց շատ կարևոր է հասկանալ մեր վիճակը աստծո տեսակետից։ Չկա միջին տարածք։ Muslims or Christians, English, Armenian or anything like that. Երբ աստված նայեմ է աշխարի վրա, նա մեզ չի տեսնում, որպես քրիստոնյա կամ մուսուլման կամ անգլիացի կամ հայ։ There's just two groups of people. Տեսնում է երկու խումբ մարդ։ Those who are still in sin, այն մարդիկ, որոնք դեռ մեղքի մեջ են, and those who have been forgiven. Եվ այն մարդիկ, որոնք ներված են եղել։ But the grace and the love of God is he reaches out and wants people to be transferred from here over to here. Այս աստուսերը եւ շնորհը հենց դրա մեջ է արտահայտվում, որ ինքը քայլ արեց եւ վերցրեց խավարից մարդկանց եւ փոխանցեց լույսի թակավորությանը։ Եվ դրանից հետո մենք դառնում ենք աստծո ազատագրված ժողովուրդը։ So as Paul says here it doesn't matter what situation we're in. Ինչպես բողոցն է ասում, կարևոր չէ, որն է մեր վիճակը։ If you're a slave, եթե դու ստրուկ ես, don't worry. Մի անհանգստացիք։ Because if you belong to Christ, քանի որ եթե պատկանում ես Քրիստոսին, you're actually a free person. Ապա դու իրականության մեջ ազատ ես։ But the second point is the opposite. Բայց երկրորդ կետը դրա հակառակն է։ You might think you're free. Դու ես կարող եք թվալ որ դու ազատ ես։ But if you're a Christian, բայց եթե դու քրիստոնյա ես, you're not. դու ազատ չես։ So what are we? Ուրեմն ինչ ենք։ So what is he saying? Ինչ է ասում։ The second part of verse 22։ Երկրորդ մասը 22-րդ համարին։ He says there Likewise he who was free when called Գրված է այն մարդը որը ազատ էր երբ կանչվեց is a slave of Christ։ Քրիստոսի ստրույքն է դառնում։ A slave of Christ։ Քրիստոսի ստրույքը։ Now of course many people I've uh, got used to this word in the Greek language. Շատերը հարմարվել են այս գաղափարին հունական արմատ բառի միջոցով. Because OM, many of you will know the Christian organization OM. They helped us by teaching us at least two Greek words. Մեզ սովորացնում են երկու հունական բառ առնվազն. Because they bought two ships. Քանի որ իրանք գնել էին երկու նավ ավետրանշության համար։ To use them in evangelism. Ավետրանշության համար։ So the first ship is called Logos. Առաջին նավի անունը Logos է, which then sank. Որը ցավոք սկեց։ Then you got another one. Եվ կա երկրորդը, which they called Logos 2, որը կոչվեց Logos 2. Now they've sold that one. Եվ հիմա վաճառել են այդ նավը, another ship. Հիմա գնել են երրորդը, which they have just called Logos Hope. Որի անունն է Logos հույս։ Of course Logos means the word, the word of God. Logos նշանակում է բանը, աստծո։ But they have another ship. 
which is quite a big one. And they call that ship Dulos. Maybe some of you have seen it. Well, what does Dulos mean? It's the word that means slave and it means servant. It's just the same word, whether, you know, for servant and for slave, it's just the same word. And as Christians who are free people, we have the privilege of being the slaves of Christ. We are, we are his servants. So, for example, when Paul writes his letters, he starts off by saying, Paul, the slave of Christ. And then not only are we the slaves of Christ, but the Bible, we're also the slaves of obedience. We're also the slaves of righteousness. Yes, before we were slaves of sin. But as Paul says in these well-known verses in Romans 6, he says, don't you realize that when you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one who you obey. Now that could be of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you who were slaves of sin, have become slaves of righteousness. And then further down, uh, he says in these verses, he says, you've been set free from sin, and you're slaves of God. So, so how many we got? We got uh, slaves of Christ. Slaves of obedience. Slaves of righteousness. Slaves of God. And of course, Jesus in his teaching emphasizes all that. He talks about those who are faithful servants. And he says, you know, when you have done all that I have told you to do, then you say we are unworthy servants. We've only done what was our duty. But there's one other. Paul says that we are Slaves of all. All. Everyone. Everyone. Well, that's a strange one. How can we be slaves of everyone? Well, that's what he says. He says, although I am free from all, I've made myself a slave of all. 
Ես ինքս ինձ դարձրել եմ բոլոր մարդկանց ստրուկը։ That I might win some more of them. Որպեսի կարողանամ նրանց շահել։ So he's talking about evangelism. Բուրեմն խոսքը գնում է ավետարանչության մասին։ He says if I preach the gospel, ասում է եթե ես ավետարանը քարոզեմ, Then I don't want to boast about it. Ես չեմ ուզում գորոզանամ դրա մեջ։ Because I should do it anyway. Քանի որ ես դա պետք է անեմ ամեն դեպքում։ Woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. Վայ ինձ եթե ես չքարոզեմ ավետարանը։ And Paul, like his master, the Lord Jesus, was willing to pay that price to become a slave even to people around So we are slaves. <laughs> But you know, I mentioned about slavery in the Old Testament. And... It wasn't as bad as maybe it happened later on in history. Եվ երևի այդ քան ծանրչերը այն ժամանակաշրջանում ինչպես էր ավելի ուշ ժամանակի մեջ։ Because when Wilberforce and these others did what they did, քանի որ երբ Wilberforce-ը եւ ուրիշները իր նման արեցին ինչ որ արեցին, many of these slaves were very badly treated. Այս ստրուկերը շատ շատ ծանր պայմանների տակ էին ապրում։ And that's what motivated him to put a stop to it. Եվ այդ պայմանները տեսնելով Wilberforce-ը ուներ <laughs> ընդհանրապես հարմարվել էին they were looked after they were enjoying it տերուն էին եւ ապահով էին զգում դրա տակ where we going to go anyway եւ ասում են լավ ազատվենք ուր գնանք so the bible allows for that ուրեմն ասած աշունչը թույլ է տալիս նման դալիս and it says if he says to you if the slave says to you եւ գրված է հին կտակարանում եւ եթե ստրուկը տիրոջն ասի i will not go out from you ես չեմ ուզում ազատվել չեմ ուզում հեռանալ քեզնից because he loves you քանի որ սիրում եմ քեզ and your household եւ եթե սիրում է տիրոջ ընտանիքին since he is well off with you he's happy with you եւ եթե ստրուկը լավ է ուզում իրեն իրա տիրոջ ներկայության մեջ then it says you are to take an ola ուրեմն գրված է որ տերը պիտի sorry <laughs> awl what's that so i brought one of one of these ուրեմն նման դեպքում ստրուկի տերը պիտի այսպիսի բան վերցնի and what you're supposed to do is to put a hole in his ear եւ դրա միջոցով դուք պիտի ստրուկի ականջը ցակեք and that is a sign that he is going to be your slave forever եւ դա այդ ցակած ականջը նշան է որ այդ ստրուկը մնում է ստրուկ ընդմիշտ it was actually a bit bigger than this ավելի մեծ էր քան այս սարքը but it meant that anybody that could see the hole that was made just like no okay that's fine sorry okay 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 i'll do it later but uh, it, but if anybody saw the hole that was in this ear they knew that that person wanted 
to stay with that family. Դրանով իրանք կիմանային որ այս ցույկը ցանկանում էր ուզում էր մնալ ցույկ այդ ընտանիքի մեջ. And that's what the Lord wants from us. Եվ տերը նույնն է ուզում մեզնից։ We are his slaves. Մենք իր աստուկերն ենք, ծառաներն ենք։ But it's not out of force. Ոչ թե քանի որ ստիպված ենք He wants in a spiritual way to pierce our ears. And to say Lord, I am wanting and willing to serve you as a slave for the rest of my life. But why should we do that? Well, first of all because he's freed us. Secondly because he's invited us to be his slaves, his servants. But because of the last point that's here. What does it say in verse 23? You were bought with a price. Do not become slaves. Amen. If you're going to be a slave, then certainly be a slave of the Lord. You were bought with a price. And that's exactly what God has done for you and I. We belong to Him. And it is in that relationship of belonging to him that there is freedom and service. We always tell that story that a boy you know that made the boat out of wood. Was playing at it in the sea. The waves took it away, it got lost. But after a while he was walking down where he lived and he found in one of the uh, second hand shops that his boat was there for sale. And he went in to try to get his boat back. But they wouldn't give it to him. He said you've got to pay for it. And so he went away. Collected up the money. And then went back. And he bought his boat. And as he's going home, he says this. He looks at it, he says, says, you are mine twice over. I made you. And now I bought you. And of course, when the Lord looks at us, he says the same. The Lord who made us, made us in his own image. That gives respect for human beings. But he's done much more than that. He's bought us back, he's redeemed us. And at what price? The price of his son, the Lord Jesus. And so not only here in chapter 7, but in chapter 6 he says the same thing. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? You have it from God. You're not your own. 
you were bought with a price. Tuk gënvelek so glorify God in your body. Usti partevek astun zer marminelo. And that's why we get these amazing contradictions in what Paul says in his letters. Dura hamar tvog hakasogutsuner kan pogos arakhali khoskeri mech. He says we are poor. Ham asme akhkatenk. But, but we're making many people rich. We don't have anything. But we've got everything. And we might say, Paul, it doesn't make sense. Do you have anything or everything? What's going And yet Paul knew the reality that in Christ we have everything. Paul says we are complete in him. And even though as far as this world is concerned, we may not have much. We may not have anything. But we can say we are making many people rich. And we possess everything. And, and, and it's, it's this spirit of contentment that is so important in our Christian lives. Because Paul says, you know, there's great gain in godliness with contentment. We brought nothing into the world. We can't take anything out of the world. But if we have those things that we need, we shall be content. The last verse I'm going to read for you is along this same line. When Paul says, he says, I've learned this wonderful lesson. I have learned, he says, in whatever situation I am, to be content. That's exactly what he's saying here. Each one remain in the condition in which we are. Because we found that that freedom and that acceptance is somewhere else. Not in the circumstances of life. So Paul says, I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound in blessing. In every circumstance, I've learned the secret. Of facing plenty and hunger. Abundance and need. Because I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Amen. That's exactly what it's all about. And that's what God wants to help each one of us to understand. That whatever circumstance you might be in, to realize that if we really belong to Him, we're free. That gives us security. 
That gives us identity. That's the very meaning of life. And to realize that God has called us to be His slaves and servants. And to realize He's the one who's bought us with that great We belong to Him. Let's just have a few moments of quiet in the presence of the Lord. question that comes to us is do we know this wonderful truth of being the Lord's freed people do we realize that that he has called us to be his slaves, his servants do we have spiritually speaking that little hole in our ears, which is a sign that we want to serve him forever. Do we really understand what he has done for us in buying us back through the death of Christ? To realize that we are complete in Christ. May the Lord help each one of us to see the reality of that. I thought perhaps we would sing in closing and then we'll pray together and then that's the end. This uh, wonderful hymn, Amazing Grace. Uh, it was written by John Newton. We saw him in the film. And you saw what he was like when he was an old man. And he realized that all that he had wanted came true. And he wrote this wonderful words. Because John Newton refers to himself as a wretch, a wretch like me. John Newton, Iden Hamarume I was lost, he says. But now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see. So let's stand and we'll sing this.
So Father, we thank you for the grace that you have shown towards us. And we say with John Newton, I once was lost. But now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see. And therefore, Father, we thank you for all that you have brought us into through Christ. We thank you. We can say that we are your freed people. We are your servants to serve you. And we thank you that you have brought us back through the blood of Christ. We belong to you. We're complete in Christ. We ask, Lord, that you will fill each one of our lives with contentment. And with your peace and your joy. And as we go from here, we ask, Father, for your hands to be upon each one of us. And help us this week to live in your grace. And to glorify you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.